Hello, Bridget. Hi, Caroline. Um, I would be really interested to hear from you how you first became interested in migration. Well, I suppose in a way I was always interested in migration because, um, like many of us, my family were migrants. Um, my mum came from Burma via India in the Second World War. My dad's family were Irish and um, they both met in London. So, um, so I was very conscious of uh, being what is now termed second generation, highly racialized term, I would say. Uh, but when I was growing up, there was a great deal of racism where in, in my school. And so I always felt, on the one hand, that I was part of society and part of the school and part of our town uh, and part of our very Catholic community. And on the other hand, that somehow wasn't quite the same as anybody else. So I think that kind of informed my interest in migration from the beginning, though I wouldn't have expressed it like that. Um, and then uh, when I went to university, I studied philosophy and Spanish and kind of became more interested in um, theoretical questions like the nature of the social contract uh, and the history of enlightenment thought, um, which I think kind of fed another of my interests in immigration. Uh, and then when I left university, I went and worked voluntarily with um, a migrants organisation and ended up doing research and organising for them. And after a while I thought, why am I organising people when I'm not really a migrant? Um, this is not really appropriate. Uh, and I became more interested in the research. Um, so uh, I got a contract from the European Commission to um, investigate the situation of domestic workers in the European Union. In, and this was in the early 90s when really there hadn't been any work on this. And they said they needed to give it to an institution and somebody suggested, well, why don't you do it through a university? You could do it as a PhD. So I thought, okay. <laughs> so I kind of walked backwards into academia from my interest in migration, if you see what I mean. But it was brought together lots of different elements of my personal interest. Mm, yeah, well, and how did your focus on, or your, rather, your approach to migration-related questions and change over time, and, and why did it change, if it did? Yeah, I think my approach has probably changed quite dramatically. I think one of the things that being an academic gives you is it enables you to be critical from all of, of all positions. So um, obviously, when I was writing, um, when I was writing campaign material, and when I was coming very much from an NGO or organising perspective, um, I was very uncritical. You know, it was all about human rights and fighting for migrants, and it was all very straightforward. And I, for example, my first book was actually written for Anti-Slavery International, and was called, to my now embarrassment, Britain's Secret Slaves. Um, and now I spend a lot of time saying, we mustn't talk about slavery. This is a really unhelpful um, uh, way of understanding the condition of migrants. So I think that um, it's give, I've had this kind of time and space to reflect more critically, not just on um, state positions and state treatments of migrants, but also on NGOs and migrants' organisations. 
Right, and what you bring together are two dimensions specifically, which is labor migration and gender. And I think that makes you quite a unique figure, if I may say so, in the Oxford Migration Studies context. So could you elaborate on that a little more, perhaps? Yes, well, I, as I said, began from an interest in domestic workers, migrant domestic workers. Those were the group that I was involved in yeah. organizing. Um, and... Uh, I wrote my first book on migrant domestic workers in the European Union and I think over time what I realized was actually what is peculiar about domestic work, what is peculiar about domestic and when does it matter whether or not it's performed by a migrant and so looking at those kinds of questions and understanding how employment law produces workers or employees in the same way that migration law produces migrants and that's where domestic workers fall between the cracks but not only domestic workers lots of other temporary workers volunteers interns um, asylum seekers and so on so my emphasis shifted to labor migrants more generally but be but really because of what's revealed by domestic work mm. because I would say domestic work is not unusual It actually it's treated as something sort of as an outlier but actually when you centralize it in your analysis of labor migration it opens up all sorts of interesting political and analytical possibilities yeah well and your most recent monograph now is titled us and them and has just come out with Oxford University Press and in the book you examine the dangerous politics of immigration control as you say so, but at the same time, we're constantly exposed to images floating around of migrants posing a threat or a risk to our societies. Well, how would you respond to this threatening image of migration against the backdrop of your work? Well, the reason that it's called Us and Them is really because I want to ask, when does being a migrant matter? And when actually is it an obfuscation? When is it When is it actually distracting us from what really matters? Um, so we can see, for example, with, um, uh, with uh, agency workers, um, very often British, so-called British workers see um, people coming in and see, see Polish people coming in and so-called taking their jobs. Actually, the, pro the, pro the problem is not that they're Polish. The problem is that they're working for temporary agencies. So... But the temporary agency is lost and the na question of nationality comes in. So I think it's a very difficult politics once we start focusing on migration. And in fact, I think that it's almost as if we put on special glasses when we're talking about immigration. Suddenly, the government cares about the white working class. Suddenly, uh, welfare benefits are so generous that people are coming here. Now, if you talk to welfare benefit recipients, they would not say that the welfare state is a generous state. So I think there's all sorts of things happen when you, think, when you look at the world through the prism of migration, and that ultimately it leads to an unhelpful politics, which is not to say that migration doesn't matter, but we have to not reify the distinction between the migrant and the citizen, which is... I think a challenge for migration studies, who are, who are more implicated than most in actually making this distinction. Yeah, well, and um, earlier on you talked about your cooperation or your, well, interfaces also with, with practical work and with practitioners. 
And I would be interested to hear a little bit more of whether this is an ongoing cooperation, whether you're still involved with practitioners in the field of migration, and also if it's still or if it keeps influencing your, your academic work. Uh, I am still involved with practitioners. Um, I think I'm probably a pain in the neck more than very often because I'm always saying, for example, don't talk about trafficking. <laughs> Even if it gets you the money, that's not helpful. And, but I think that actually, whereas often the, the relationship between academics and practitioners is seen as very instrumental, so basically you grant me access to interview migrants and I'll produce a report that's going to be helpful for your campaigning or lobbying work. I mean, that's putting it very crudely, but I think that is how it tends to be regarded. Whereas I would say more what I'm interested in doing is bringing theory uh, and theoretical discussion to practitioners, which is not to say that they don't have theory. They have lots of theory, but they don't think of it as theory. So I think um, facilitating a theoretical, um, a mutual sort of theoretical uh, growth and understanding is very valuable for both sides. Yes, well, and um, now moving on to well, again, more practical questions. So within the framework of the MSc Migration Studies, which elements of your well, work and of your experiences do you aim to bring in when you're teaching courses? And what more particularly are you aiming to convey to students with the subjects and classes that you teach? Uh, well, I actually specifically teach um, uh, on paper one, uh, on the politics of migration, which is looking at politics as a discipline rather than a practice um, and what I'm trying to convey I think is to think about the subject making of the migrant and the citizen so who is it that we're talking about and what is that cat is this carrying a bit like I do in my book so what 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 does it mean who counts as a migrant and how does this person become a policy subject um, I so I'm I I'm looking at, I would say, liberalism and the contradictions that immigration poses for liberalism and for the concepts that of uh, sort of key institutional concepts like citizenship, most obviously. Um, I also supervise dissertations, so this year I'm supervising three dissertations, which I always really enjoy. It's, um, people have very varied subjects and I learn a lot from the students. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's all I do, <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's quite a bit. <laughs> um, but now, would you encourage somebody to come and study migration here in Oxford? And, well, if, if you would, what do you think makes Oxford a special place to study migration? I think one of the special things about studying migration at Oxford is that this it's really such a sort of vibrant centre for with lots of different disciplines lots of different takes on migration actually I mean you know if you put us all into a room we'll be busy arguing with each other <laughs> from the from from the moment somebody opens their mouth and I think that's very good that's very sort of generative and productive um, and actually um, we do talk about migration all the time uh, and it's something that I think is, so I think there's a group of people who are really love their subject uh, 
and are always developing in their thinking around the subject. So I think it's a very exciting place to study migration, apart from the fact that, of course, it's beautiful and, you know, it's, um, uh, there's a great resources, great libraries and so on. I, think, I just think the atmosphere is very good. Thank you very much, Betty. Thank you. <laughs>